Hi, Namaste and Konnichiwa. Welcome to my 13th episode of The Lifestyle Mosaic. I'm your host, VHR. This one is going to be a very different from my other episodes. As you can tell it from the title, I never decided to have any paranormal related topic, but it seems so fun to talk about. And who doesn't want to listen to a haunted story, right? So, this is going to be a story time. I was on the YouTube the other day and I found this video of Twitter threads, which are basically narrating about haunted happenings, and it really was so creepy. I don't know whether it is real or someone made it up, but it is very interesting. And even if it had happened in real life, then I don't know how to react to that. This episode will be longer, so get yourself some snacks, drinks, cozy up. And before we begin with the story, I want you to follow me on all my social platforms. I usually am 24-7 online, you can say. Spotify, Instagram, Snapchat, and on Wattpad, where you can find the most amazing story written by me. All the links are in the show notes. On to the pod now. This is a Twitter thread. The user's name is Sophia, and this story is of three years old. I know I'm very late, but I can guarantee you about the thrill and suspense. I think we definitely need a dramatic creepy music in the background. Say no more. No, just kidding. Alright, let's see what Sophia has written. I've been so scared to do this, but here we go, I guess. My house is haunted. A thread. Disclaimer. This has taken me a while to write, so at the time of posting this, we have already moved out and so far nothing has happened in the new house, so let's pray it stays that way. Plenty of weird things have happened in the six years my family has lived in this house. Things like door slamming, keyboards typing, chairs sliding, even multiple times of seeing figures. But for some reason, we never were bothered by the friendly ghosts until recently. One of the specific times of seeing someone was five years ago. I was walking down the stairs and I looked at my right and through the railing was a really demented looking old lady's face right in front of mine. And I swear, I flew down those stairs. Remember this for later. We had accepted that we weren't alone in the house and it just was something we got used to. But that all changed five months ago. When my mom, sister and I heard a voice of a man upstairs yell, Gigi! We all froze and looked at each other until we heard, Gigi, where are you going, Gigi? That's when we grabbed knives and I whispered to my mom to call the cops. My sister and I tried to carry out the conversation so the man wouldn't hear my mom on the phone with the police. We were scared that he would get mad and come down to hurt us. The cops got there and stood at the bottom of the stairs and yelled, Oakwood police, is anyone up there? Then heard a reply from my bedroom, Yeah, I'm here. That confirmed to them that a human was in fact upstairs and they commanded that he show himself. He replied saying, I'm right here, but no one was visible. At this point, the cops decided to send the canine until up there to get him because they were afraid of him being armed so they didn't go up themselves. From the front porch where I had been this whole time, I heard the dog bark and immediately felt relief, thinking they had caught him. The truth was that they had the dog bark to try to scare the guy into showing himself, knowing that the dog would cause some serious injuries. When the man had no response to the bark, they sent the dog up. The dog found no one. No one was upstairs the whole time. All the windows were shut and couldn't be shut from the outside. Plus, multiple officers were surrounding my house. There was no way someone could have escaped. 
The cops went up with thermal cameras in case the intruder was hiding in the walls, went through closets and storage rooms. No sign of a human. I knew something was wrong when the cops came out of my house, shaking in fear. Without the man who had broken into our house. They came up to my family who was waiting outside and they said how scared they were, how nothing like this had ever happened and advised us to move out or at least call a minister. The chief of police stayed with us while we packed our things. There was also a police report which Sophia has added a screenshot of which read, So, on 6th of December 2018, at approximately 15.07 hours, I responded to, there's a name or an address which has been scratched out, on a report of an unknown adult male in an upstairs bedroom. Officer Otel and I arrived on the scene to meet the complainant, later identified as Michelle Bedding. Bedding stated that her daughters and she clearly heard an adult male. Bedding stated that the male voice was heard asking for Gigi. Blank and I entered the residence and announced ourselves as a police officers. I yelled for anyone in the home to make themselves known. An adult male voice was heard briefly responding from the upstairs. The voice did not respond to any other repeated commands. A perimeter was set around the home. Blank requested a canine to the scene and Deputy Blank responded shortly thereafter with canine gunner. The entire home was subsequently searched by the canine and all officers on the scene. No person was found in the home that were not already announced for. Multiple secondary searches were performed with nothing found. No signs of forced entry noted. Nothing further at this time. After that, we contacted Liz, an aunt of a family friend who cleanses houses of spirits and demons. She has been all over the world doing this and is one of the most trusted cleansers. I've heard this before so I'll just say it now. No, it wasn't a scam. She didn't charge us. Her and a friend Pat came into the house and immediately said, how heavy the house felt and she could tell that this would take some work to defeat. The first thing she said was, anything in this house not of God, make yourself known and immediately the house shook. It sounded like someone was jumping around in the room above us and the dogs freaked out. That's when we knew we weren't going crazy and overreacting. She started out by blessing the house and anointing every doorway and objects in every room. And once we got to my bedroom, she said that she felt very heavy immediately and that one or more evil spirits lived in there. We weren't surprised considering my sister and mom have heard footsteps up in my room countless times when I'm not even home. It got to the point where it didn't phase anyone because it was so consistent. We knew something was up there. The first thing she told me was that she got a feeling of 3 a.m. And she has asked if anything has happened at 3 a.m., something I hadn't told her. Cause I didn't think anything of it was that for months straight and I would abruptly wake up at 3 a.m. every night. She explained to me that that's the hour that demons are most powerful and it was likely was deliberately waking me up. She asked why I had a curtain up blocking part of my room and I told her it's because that corner had always creeped me out. She said that she believes that some entity hides in the corner and comes out at 3am to wake me up. She then went to my closet and yelled things like, you don't belong here, no this isn't your house, you're not welcome. A growl so loud, everyone could hear it came from my closet. The growl sounded like a bear almost, it was so deep and loud. And everyone in the room immediately knew that whatever was in there truly believed that, that this is his house and we are the intruders. Liz prayed and commanded the spirit out of my closet, which made us to think that it, it left the house. 
but we'll get back to that later. As we walked out of my room and towards the stairs, Liz looked in the exact spot I saw the face, which I hadn't told her about, and she said, one of the spirits, an old lady lives in that corner. A rocking chair was in that spot and she believes that's why she chose there to stay. Once she said that, I freaked out and had no doubts that she really knew what she was doing, which was reassuring obviously but also super freaky and just made everything seem so real. We went through the whole house and she had warned us that either she was casting out the multiple demons or they were all fleeing to another part of the house to hide. Once we got to the last room of the house, my mom's room, we knew that that's what had happened. Liz could tell that they were all in the room once that had been hiding from her. We all stood outside of the door as she read Psalm 91, a prayer of protection, and she read it. It sounded like a pack of animals was going crazy inside of the bedroom. The door was shaking and it sounded like furniture was flying all over the place, causing us to expect the room to be in shambles once we went in. Suddenly, all of the noises stopped. We went into the room and everything was in its correct place. Nothing else happened. We thought that they were gone and our house was safe again. But boy, we were wrong. The second Liz and Pat left my house, all of the power in our town went out. There could have been plenty of reasons for this, but it's known that spirits and demons travel and gain power from electricity, so it's very possible that so many leaving my house at once could have caused it. Everything was fine for a few days, until it got worse. It's stated in the Bible that once a demon leaves, it's possible that it will come back with seven stronger than itself, and we believe that that was what had happened. We didn't let more than two days pass before we had Liz come back to do another cleansing. It went about the same as the first time and things were better for a while. After about a week or two, my sister's friend Sarah was in the basement and a full gallon of laundry detergent flew across the laundry room towards her. That was the first sign that we weren't done dealing with this. That night, Sarah was in the bed and felt my dog joined her. She looked over and the dog wasn't even in the room. Shortly after, we called the priest. He went through the house and blessed every room and said that everything was gone and we didn't have to worry about it anymore. We were very relieved considering it has been about a month that we were scared in our own house. Things got better for a while. Then in the beginning of August, they got worse than ever. It started with my mom hearing the original Gigi voice again. It's a very distinctive voice. She was taking the dogs out before she went to bed and she heard from right next to her on the porch, oh, the dogs are out. Even though it wasn't threatening, she rushed in. After that, things just kept getting worse and worse. No one could sleep peacefully without blankets being pulled. The footsteps we have always heard upstairs, they were louder than ever. And we believed that my sister was even briefly possessed. She was in the kitchen filling up a glass of water and just threw it at the wall. My mom asked what happened and why she did that. And my sister just started crying, saying that she didn't do that. Something inside in her did it. This was obviously concerning. So my grandma came and prayed over her. And everyone thought it was fine until the next night. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry for this interruption. A small pause here. The next part is triggering. If anyone of you who get anxiety hearing to self-harm and stuff, I'm sorry, this is a trigger warning for those who can't watch or listen to this sensitive topic. 
I think that's it. Alright, let's continue further. My sister was in a bed and says that, without being able to control her own body, got up and went to her desk. Something inside of her made her grab a box cutter and started cutting her own leg. She kept asking it to stop, but it wouldn't until she got the strength to throw the box cutter across the room and call my mom. My mom got home and my sister's eyes were dark and evil looking, and she kept saying things that weren't herself. Are you scared of me now? I love it here, and I never wanted to leave this house. We know this isn't her, considering she wanted to move very badly. The other night, I was in my room painting and heard something that sounded like fabric ripping behind me on the other side of my room, and when I turned around, something heavily breathed in my ear. I could feel its breath on the side of my face. I was the one in my family that wouldn't let these things bother me. I would just tell them to go away, but this time I was terrified and ran out of my room. I looked back into my room once I got down the hallway, and something from in there laughed at me very loudly, as if it was amused that it finally scared me. That night, I went to my grandma's and haven't slept in that house since then. My whole family went and stayed in my grandma's two-bedroom house for a few weeks, and I stayed with my dad for a lot of that time. We decided we needed to move. Nobody felt comfortable in that house. We moved out in a rush and left a lot of stuff there, and the house is vacant with a lot of our belongings in it to this day. One time, I went over to grab something and when I grabbed the door to leave the house, it felt like someone jumped on my back and I fell onto the floor. That's the last time I went there alone. We had a painter come recently and warned him about the house. He said he doesn't believe in ghosts and that he'll be fine. After him being there for less than half an hour, he called my mom freaking out, saying he's not going back in there and that something had gotten into him. On a more positive note, my 95-year-old great-grandmother who's lived with us for 6 years is tremendously better since we've moved out. We blamed her disintegrating health on old age, but now we believe that it was the house making her weaker. She's been happier and way more active since we've moved. She used to just lay in bed all day and eat her dinner in her room, cause she didn't have the energy to move. Now she's up and around, not even using her walker. 95 and killing it. I don't have much else to add as of now, but multiple paranormal groups have went through the house to gather evidence. A lot of people have been asking and yes, we do know of people who have died in the house. Three people that we know of, a boy who committed suicide, his mother, Janie, could be Gigi, and someone who has visiting the reporters say his death was natural but suspicious. I guess what I want to tell everyone, my main point of posting this is, don't mess with demons. Don't use OEG boards, don't try to communicate with them, it's interesting and that's why I did OEG board years ago, which probably factors into this. On a final note, hoping that I won't have to add anything else, for the people who don't believe this, I completely understand, as it was hard for me to believe while experiencing it. And for the people who do believe my story and are scared because of it, it's good that you acknowledge the paranormal side of the world because it is very real and very scary. Just know that prayer or a relationship with God will keep you safe. 
my family wasn't religious at all before these put few months but after seeing how jesus protected us throughout everything has shown the power that faith and prayer has psalm 91 is great to read if you ever feel scared and that ends this thread Sophia has added few pictures and videos as evidence in this thread, but I can show you on this show of course, but I'll be leaving Sophia's Twitter account in the show notes if you are interested in watching them, but check them out. At the end, I want to add this, personally I have never encountered anything paranormal which is all very good, but I think I do have a bit of trust in this paranormal world. It really seems so scary and I read these Sam 91 and I honestly... It has a type of positive energy in it. While you read that paragraph, you kind of feel safe. So I recommend for you to check that out. And I enjoyed reading this story. If you guys have enjoyed too as much as I did, then tell me if you want me to do another story time like this one. Before I bid my farewell, I want to give a big shout out to Loie Lane who always comes up with an amazing content on YouTube. I love you Loie. With that, you guys have a great weekend, and as always, thanks for tuning in.